श्रवनम डायरीज पॉडकास्ट हरे कृष्ण एवरीवन वी आर कंटिन्यूइंग टू रीड भगवत गीता एज इट इज द बुक बाय हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस अभय चरण अरविंद भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी श्रीला प्रभुपादा चैप्टर 16 द डिवाइन एंड डिमोनियक नेचर्स कंटिन्यूइंग टेक्स्ट 1 टू 3 पुरपुर्त so after abhayam fearlessness which is necessary for renounced order of life then he has to purify his existence there are so many rules and regulations to be followed in the renounced order of life most important of all a sanyasi is strictly forbidden to have any intimate relationship with a woman. He is even forbidden to talk with a woman in a secluded place. Lord Chaitanya was an ideal sannyasi, and when he was at Puri, his feminine devotees could not even come near to offer their respects. They were all advised to bow down from a distant place. This is not a sign of hatred for women as a class but is a strict um stricture imposed on the sanyasi not to have a close connection with a woman one has to follow the rules and regulations of a particular status of life in order to purify his existence for a sanyasi intimate relations with women and possession of wealth for sense gratification are strictly forbidden the ideal sanyasi was lord chaitanya himself and we can learn from his life that he was very strict in regards to women although he is considered to be the most liberal incarnation of godhead accepting the most fallen conditioned souls He strictly followed the rules and regulations of the sannyasa order of life in connection with association with women. One of his personal associates, namely Chota Haridas, was associated with Lord Chaitanya along with his other confidential personal associates. But somehow rather this Chota Haridas looked lustily on a young woman. and Lord Chaitanya was so strict that he at once rejected him from the society of his personal associates Lord Chaitanya said quote, "for a sanyasi or anyone who is aspiring to get out of the clutches of material nature and trying to elevate himself to the spiritual nature and go back home back to godhead for him looking toward material possessions and women for sense gratification not even enjoying them but just looking toward them with such a propensity is so condemned that he had better commit suicide before experiencing such illicit desires unquote. so these are the processes for purification the next item is jnana yoga vyavasthiti being engaged in the cultivation of knowledge mm-hmm. sanyasi life is meant for distributing knowledge to the householders 
and others who have forgotten the real life of spiritual advancement. A sannyasi is supposed to beg from door to door for his livelihood, but this does not mean that he is a beggar. Humility is also one of the qualifications of a, of a transcendentally situated person. And out of sheer humility, the sannyasi goes from door to door, not exactly for the purpose of begging, but to see the householders and awaken them to Krishna consciousness. This is the duty of a sannyasi. If he is actually advanced and so ordered by his spiritual master, he should preach Krishna consciousness with logic and understanding. And if one is not so advanced, he should not accept the renounced order of life. But even if one has accepted the renounced order of life without sufficient knowledge, he should engage himself fully in hearing from a bona fide spiritual master to cultivate knowledge. A sannyasi or one in the renounced order of life must be situated in fearlessness, sattva samshuddhi, purity, and jnana yoga, knowledge. So this is a must for a sannyasi. Okay. The next item is charity. Charity is meant for the householders. The householders should earn a livelihood by an honorable means and spend 50% of their income to propagate Krishna consciousness all over the world. Thus, a householder should give in charity to institutional societies that are engaged in that way. Charity should be given to the right receiver. There are different kinds of charity, as will be explained later on. Charity in the modes of goodness, passion and ignorance. Charity in the mode of goodness is recommended by the scriptures, but charity in the modes of passion and ignorance is not recommended, because it is simply a waste of money. Charity should be given only to propagate Krishna consciousness all over the world. That is charity in the mode of goodness. Then, as far as Dhamma, self-control, is concerned, it is not only meant for other orders of religious society, but is especially meant for the householder. Although he has a wife, householder should not use his senses for sex life unnecessarily. There are restrictions for the householders even in sex life, which should only be engaged in for the propagation of children. If he does not require children, he should not enjoy sex life with his wife. Modern society enjoys sex life with contraceptive methods or more abominable methods to avoid the responsibility of children. This is not any transcendental quality but is demoniac. If anyone 
even if he is a householder, wants to make progress in spiritual life, he must control his sex life and should not beget a child without the purpose of serving Krishna. If he is able to beget children who will be in Krishna consciousness, one can produce hundreds of children. But without this capacity, one should not indulge only for sense pleasure. Sacrifice is another item to be performed by the householders because sacrifices require a large amount of money. Those in other orders of life, namely Brahmacharya, Vanaprastha and Sanyasa, have no money. They live by begging. So performance of different types of sacrifice is meant for the householders. They should perform Agni Hotra, sacrifices as enjoined in the Vedic literature. But such sacrifices at the present moment are very expensive and it is not possible for any householder to perform them. The best sacrifice recommended in this age is called Sankirtana Yagya. This Sankirtana Yagya, the chanting of Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, is the best and most inexpensive sacrifice. Everyone can adopt it and derive benefit. So these three items, namely charity, sense control, and performance of sacrifice are meant for the householder. Charity, sense control, performance of sacrifice. Then Svadhyaya, Vedic study, is meant for Brahmacharya or student life. Brahmacharis should have no connection with women. They should live a life of celibacy and engage the mind in a study of Vedic literature for cultivation of spiritual knowledge. This is called Svadhyaya. Tapas or austerity is especially meant for the retired life. One should not remain a householder throughout his whole life. He must always remember that there are four divisions of life Brahmacharya, Grihastha, Vanabrastha, and Sanyas. So after Grihastha, householder life, one should retire. If one lives for a hundred years, he should spend 25 years in student life, 25 in householder life, 25 in retired life, and 25 in the renounced order of life. Hmm. These are the regulations of the Vedic religious discipline. A man retired from household life must practice austerities of the body, mind, and tongue. That is tapasya. The entire Varnashrama Dharma society is meant for tapasya. Without tapasya or austerity, no human being can get liberation. 
the theory that there is no need of austerity in life, that one can go on speculating and everything will be nice, is recommended neither in the Vedic literature nor in Bhagavad Gita. Such theories are manufactured by show-bottle spiritualists who are trying to gather more followers. This is true, and it does inspire everybody, isn't it? Just enjoy! And this is spirituality, everybody like, yeah! Okay. If there are restrictions, rules and regulations, people will not become attracted. Therefore, those who want followers in the name of religion, just to have a show only, don't restrict the lives of their students, nor their own lives. But that method is not approved by the Vedas. As far as the Brahminical quality of simplicity is concerned, not only should a particular order of life follow this principle, but every member, be he in the Brahmacharya Ashram, Grihastha Ashram, Vanaprastha Ashram or Sanyasa Ashrama, one should be very simple and straightforward. Haribo! Straightforwardness. It's one of my favorite qualities. Hare Krishna. Ahimsa. Ahimsa means not arresting the progressive life of any living entity. One should not think that since the spirit's spark is never killed, even after the killing of the body, there's no harm in killing animals for sense gratification. People are now addicted to eating animals in spite of having an ample supply of grains, fruits and milk. There's no necessity for animal killing. This injunction is for everyone. When there is no alternative, one may kill an animal but it should be offered in sacrifice. At any rate, when there is an ample food supply for humanity, persons who are desiring to make advancement in spiritual realization should not commit violence to animals. Real ahimsa means not checking anyone's progressive life. The animals are also making progress in their evolutionary life by transmigrating from one category of animal to another. If a particular animal is killed, then his progress is checked. If an animal is staying in a particular body for so many days or for so many years and is untimely killed, then he has to come back again in that form of life to complete the remaining days in order to be promoted to another species of life. So, their progress should not be checked simply to satisfy one's palate. This is called Ahimsa. Satyam. This word means that one should not distort the truth for some personal interest. In Vedic literature, there are some difficult passages 
but the meaning or the purpose should be learned from a bona fide spiritual master. That is the process for understanding the Vedas. Shruti means that one should hear from the authority. One should not construe some interpretation for his personal interest. There are so many commentaries on Bhagavad Gita that misinterpret the original text. The real import of the word should be presented and that should be learned from a bona fide spiritual master. Satyam. Also very, very important one for us. I can sometimes, of course, like you can literally see people who are also supposedly on the path of spiritual life and they have some personal interests and they think that promoting them is spirituality and they misinterpret twist and like scriptures like try to present them in a different way but it's important to stick to our spiritual masters bona fide spiritual masters stick to Srila Prabhupada stick to previous acharyas and um, be aware that this is a danger akrodha means to check anger even if there is provocation one should be tolerant for once one becomes angry his whole body becomes polluted anger is a product of the mode of passion and lust so one who is transcendentally situated should check himself from anger apaishunam means that one should not find fault with others or correct them unnecessarily mm, nice nice one of course to call a thief a thief is not fault finding Edible. but to call an honest person a thief is very much offensive for one who is making advancement in spiritual life Hri means that one should be very modest and must not perform some act which is abominable hmm. achapalam determination means that one should not be agitated or frustrated in some attempt there may be failure in some attempt but one should not be sorry for that he should make progress with patience and determination the word tejas used here is meant for the kshatriyas the kshatriyas should always be very strong to be able to give protection to the weak they should not pose themselves as non-violent if violence is required they must exhibit it but a person who is able to curb down his enemy may under certain conditions show forgiveness he may excuse minor offenses shocham means cleanliness not only in mind and body but in one's dealings also it is especially meant for the mercantile people who should not deal in the black market nati manita 
not expecting honor, applies for the shudras, the worker class, which are considered, according to Vedic injunctions, to be the lowest of the four classes. They should not be puffed up with unnecessary prestige or honor and should remain in their own status. It is the duty of the Shudras to offer respect to the higher class for the upkeep of the social order. All these 26 qualifications mentioned are transcendental qualities. They should be cultivated according to the different statuses of social and occupational order. The purport is that even though material conditions are miserable, if these qualities are developed by practice, by all classes of men, then gradually it is possible to rise to the highest platform of transcendental realization. Mm. Okay, so at first when I read the fearlessness and I said that we're all sannyasis, it was not exactly <laughs> in... Um, line with the idea of this entire poor part so of course sometimes we may read um, these verses and think that all oh, this is all so so overwhelming you have to be this and that and this and that and everything at once yeah. but um, Prabhupada, Shla Prabhupada he really made it convenient accommodating uh, he really um, put everything in order for us so we could apply it in our personal life and it's very important that um, here Prabhupada says that according to different statuses of social and occupational order now I have to I have to say this <laughs> I have to say this because um, it only comes with age this understanding that you know you can't be everything as much as you want um, we all know that sincerity is the key to everything and you can sincerely want to apply everything at once in your life irregardless of your gender irregardless of your age irregardless of your position you can just go for it and think that I will just like like head over this and I will I see the goal I see no obstacles and just head on but then you meet material limitations and then you understand that when Srila Prabhupada speaks about gradual elevation to the highest platform of transcendental realization when he speaks about um, acting according to your social and occupational order when he talks about uh, putting it into practice and then actually achieving tangible progress which will also be steady sure and steady and will actually come to something real and long-lasting then you actually figure out that, yeah, I, I should really consider <laughs> that Srila Prabhupada is giving this for a reason. 
I'm telling you this because I have like <laughs> I have faced such tremendous um such spectacular failures in my spiritual life that like like I'm myself amazed <laughs> I'm amazed at such failures I'm like wow you can like crush so bad <laughs> but um it's very interesting uh, the fact that um um when you talk to devotees devotees will be like yes yes that's why you just need to continue and then when you read the same books that you've read and then you're like you really understand the deeper meaning and the deeper purpose and value really you value it much much more so what i'm trying to say is that um I, I I've read Bhagavad Gita a couple of times before. I don't remember this particular um, divisional uh, order that Shri Prabhupada gives in regards to the divine qualities. I don't remember. I've read it before, but I just don't remember. But now I read this and I'm like, wow, this makes so much sense because you know you can't be everything, you know. When uh, my husband he he quotes this often, uh, when uh, everything, when anything is everything, nothing means anything. Something to that effect, you know. Everything has to be there. No, you're in a certain. You, you know, we are not this body, but in order to make a gradual progress, we need to be aware. Like Prabhupada said, first be conscious, then Krishna conscious. So being conscious of that, understanding that. Yeah. So let's just okay, again wrap it up. They should be cultivated. These 26 qualifications should be cultivated according to different statuses of social and occupational order. Even though material conditions are miserable, they're truly miserable. Miserable material conditions. If these qualities are developed by practice by all classes of men, then gradually it is possible to rise to the highest platform of transcendental realization. Jai. <laughs> Hare Krishna. Oh, tomorrow we shall continue and we'll read about demoniac nature. Hmm. I see myself already in those qualities. Hare Krishna. Okay. Determination. What else? Okay. Determination. Faith. Hare Krishna. <laughs> okay. Uh, for me, even like one thing about this chapter, particular chapter, it always felt like ouch <laughs> when I was reading it first time or second time because uh, when it talks about demoniac nature, you can you can clearly see yourself. I mean, those those of us who are honest, um, they clearly see <laughs> that uh, we're the people of Kali Yuga and we're not the best uh, material. So... Yeah, we'll read it tomorrow. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much for tuning in today. The book links, previous episodes, timeline, and biography of the author can be found on shravanamdiaries.com. The link is in the description, and we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare.